make little adjustments to elevate your level of health, would you do it? I'm Dr. Melissa Longo, and I believe your health is the most important asset that you have, and healthy living doesn't have to be complicated. Each episode, I'll share tips from my practice and personal life to help you rock your physical and emotional health and give your body what it needs to thrive. to learn about heart health on this week's episode. Uh, every month, every February in the practice, we talk about heart health and how chiropractic helps your heart. We also talk about how you can live with a lighter heart and, you know, be a little happier and let go of, you know, struggles that you might be having. Um, this year to talk about actual heart health, your cardiovascular system, I thought I would invite my friend and colleague, Dr. Jack Wilson, to join us and share his powerful tips. Uh, Dr. Jack is a board-certified cardiologist, practices in Arizona and has some really phenomenal, uh, really great book that I've often referenced in the practice, and also some really great online programs that you can learn from his expertise. So Jack, thank you, it's always great to see you. Thank you so much, Dr. Melissa, great to be on, and yes, it is Heart Health Month in February, but for me, every month and every day is all about heart health, and you mentioned, obviously, that the, uh, the mental aspect, and uh, the mental, the spiritual uh, side of, of cardiovascular wellness is very important because we know people that suffer from depression, anxiety, stress, uh, anger management issues, um, feelings of isolation. Those people have much higher risk of heart attack, stroke, dying of cardiovascular disease. So it's very important to make sure it, to make sure that the mind is right along with the body. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, speaking of the body, this is what you do, what you've been doing for your whole career. Um, what are some of the most common things that you see people uh, in your practice uh, and some of the most common, you know, like myths or things that you wish that everyone would know about heart health? Well, certainly the biggest, uh, you know, myth, I mean, I, I see people for a lot of different things, but you know, obviously cholesterol issues, blood pressure issues, see a lot of people for palpitations uh, as well. So those are, those are some of the biggies. And I like to, and this is why I put chapter one of my book called Cholesterol is King, because cholesterol is so important. Now it's been vilified, of course, by the medical doctors in conjunction with the pharmaceutical companies to try and get us to take pharmaceuticals to lower the number down. My goal of chapter one of the book and so many you know, writings that I do is about teaching what cholesterol is, why the body makes it, why all animal species make cholesterol, why there's cholesterol inside of eggs. It exists for a reason. And what we try and do is we try and find your perfect cholesterol. And we do so, you know, with nutrition, with other lifestyle changes. I think chiropractic also plays a role in finding your perfect cholesterol. And then most recently I did a webinar, which is available on our website as well. And the webinar was one uh, over one hour actually of, I feel very interesting information about finding your perfect cholesterol, what it is, how conventional medicine fails us, and then again, how to find the perfect number for you. And uh, that's what it's all about for cholesterol. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much of heart health comes down to lifestyle, right? What people are putting into their body, how much they're moving their body, as you said earlier, their stress levels. You mentioned um, palpitations being a really common thing that you see, obviously. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because in our pre-chat, you mentioned um, the demographic is maybe different than people, what people might think. Well, you know, palpitations, the medical definition is a subjective feeling of heart racing or skipping 
or flip-flopping, extra beats coming in, a thump, a thud. People describe it very differently. And I would say there's two types of people that suffer from palpitations and the causes uh, are, are different in each one of those. So one thing, of course, I would say is more common in younger people, probably more so in women. And this is the feeling of the heart skipping or flip-flopping. And that's typically from PACs, PVCs, these extra beats that come in and kind of give that person that thud of a feeling. Now, a lot of people have them, a lot of people don't feel them, but a lot of people have them and they do feel these symptoms. So again, it's kind of like that, uh, you know, 20 to 50 year old woman who has these type of feelings where maybe it wakes them up in the middle of the night or maybe when they're under stress that they notice this kind of extra thump and thud. And yeah, what I like to do is I like to go after the cause of that. And we start talking about nutrition and we start talking about lifestyle changes like getting more sunshine and sleep and uh, talking about avoiding excess sugar and caffeine and artificial ingredients. I mean, there's so many different things that we get into. And I do have an excellent video on YouTube, several videos about palpitations because it's so common. Now in older people, those people getting into 60s, 70s, Palpitations can be a little more sinister, and that could be a condition like atrial fibrillation, where the heart now is bump, bum, 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 that kind of rhythm, uh, and that is another whole host of problems. And one of the things I'm doing with that, actually, and I've got videos and uh, you know blog posts, I'm actually doing a a very big online course about atrial fibrillation because it's so important. It's such a pain point. Uh, you know, for people. But yeah, like you said, this is all modifiable. You know, if we do the basics, we eat the right foods, we get appropriate sleep, sunshine, meditation, mindfulness, we get chiropractic care, we stay away from all the poisons and environmental chemicals. It's actually very simple, as opposed to my former career, if you will, as a conventional cardiologist, which was all about what kind of tests do we order? And what kind of pharmaceuticals do we prescribe? That's what it was all about. And I think it would be cool. I mean, viewers, listeners, you know, you should get the book because it's a great resource. And Jack talks about his story in there, about why he made the shift from, you know, a more conventional medical practice to this holistic practice he has now. But can you give us a sort of a snapshot right now? Uh, a snapshot of... Why you switched your practice model to one that is more like looking at lifestyle causes and incorporating... Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah thank you, Melissa. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, there, there, there were many, many, many reasons why I switched. I switched uh, because I could no longer practice in that pill and procedure and profit model where, where really it's about dollars, it's about seeing as many people as fast as possible. It's, it's never about finding the cause of why someone has high blood pressure, why someone has palpitations, the cause of their, their cholesterol abnormalities or their heart attack or their stroke or cardiomyopathy, whatever it may be. It's never about finding the cause. Mm -hmm. So after I met my wife, uh, in the beginning of you know 2005, she opened up my eyes to all things health and wellness. She is a doctor of chiropractic, as she says, a DC doctor of cause, and opened up my eyes again to to all things health and wellness. And I started to learn and change, you know. So now I know that whole medical side, and I know the natural side, and I choose to practice naturally whenever possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about you is that you're such a fan and a supporter and you have such an understanding, even from the science perspective, of chiropractic and how it benefits the body, even, even with heart conditions and heart disease. 
Well, you know, we talked, uh, you know, and I talk about that all the time. Chapter 14 of my book is called The Wonders of Chiropractic. And uh, I talk in there about how chiropractic is proven in studies to lower blood pressure by 17 over 10. And that's as good as any pharmaceutical that's ever been developed. So does chiropractic help with uh, blood pressure? Yes. Does chiropractic help with what's called heart rate variability, which is a sign of a healthy heart? That's in the evidence as well. Inflammation, oxidative stress, immune system function, all that stuff is proven to, you know, the benefit with uh, with chiropractic. So all my patients have to be under chiropractic care because that's how they get results. And I'm not a chiropractor. I refer out to, to chiropractors. And again, the people that come see me, if they want the best results, this is what the plan is. This is the food. This is the lifestyle. This is the, you know, this is chiropractic. And it's been tremendously, you know, rewarding for the patients to, uh, you know, to achieve that. And uh, you know, what I tell people as well is that, you know, go back to your chiropractor because a lot of people are already under chiropractic care and they're there for headaches and neck uh, pain and back pain. And I said, they're great for that, but also let the doctor know that your cardiologist told you to go over there and let them know that Dr. Jack Wolfson says that chiropractic is going to help with all these other cardiovascular conditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Um, you know, what I'd love to talk about is food. Because I think when we talk about heart health and lifestyle choices, everyone knows, yes, you should exercise. Everyone knows you should quit smoking. Everyone, hopefully everyone knows. These are the things that all the major organizations talk about. You should uh, stop drinking. You know, we know all those big lifestyle things, but there's so much confusion around food and what to eat. And anyone who's in my practice that's watching this, you know that back in December, I did the carnivore challenge with Dr. Jack and, and his team. And your book is called The Paleocardiologist. What are your biggest food recommendations? If you could, I know we don't have a lot of time here, but if you were to really dispel, like, dispel one of the big myths around how people should eat for heart health, what would you say? Well, you know, once again, there are so many different recommendations that are out there. Why not just follow the wisdom of mother nature? Let's just do what we've been doing for millions of years. We've been eating vegetables, eating seafood, eating meat, eating nuts, seeds, eggs, avocados, coconuts, olives and we'd be eating fruit in season we were never eating oatmeal we were never eating pasta or rice or beans um you know you know soy uh, you know corn we were never eating those foods and what i tell people number one make sure everything is organic get all the poisons all the chemicals out of the food we're doing this new urine test where we're looking at people's 27 different environmental toxins one of which is glyphosate uh, and which is the which is the pesticide found in roundup and everybody is being exposed to massive amounts of glyphosate and it's scary what it does. So start off by going organic, that's the most important thing. And then after that, of course, paleo, because that's what our ancestors did. But when we talk about going carnivore, like you did as well, there's nothing more healthy than a whole sardine. There's nothing more healthy than than these, these whole foods, you know, like an egg. An egg is a cocoon for a baby chicken, contains everything a chicken needs to come to life. You can't raise a chicken on oatmeal. The whole sardine, the, the wild salmon, the shellfish, and then eating free range grass fed meats and preferably a lot of the organs as well. So the carnivore challenge is available. You can go to our website, thedoctorswolfson.com backslash carnivore. You'll see when the next challenge is. And it's real, and it's all described as kind of what we do. It's seven days. It's easily doable. Uh, someone who's more plant-based, like Dr. <laughs> Melissa Longo, even she was able to do it. And 
again, it's, I think it's I think it's a challenge, and I think completing challenges uh, also offer some mental wellness to us. You know, in the sense that we did it, and there's a sense of accomplishment, and that's uh, that's heart healthy. Yeah, I remember saying to you, eating. My favorite meals are very paleo. Um, I love my greens and my vegetables and, and great protein. Um, that challenge was one of the hardest things I've done. And thankfully, like, you were so responsive, like, Jack, what's going on today? What am I doing here? I feel I'm so hungry. But I will say, and I just did it because I trusted you and I understood all the science and your team was amazing and explaining things throughout the, the whole program. Um, but I felt so clear, like mentally clear, and it still carried through. And I, I feel like the effects on my body have, have been, you know, uh, long lasting. So, you know, viewers, listeners, if you're curious as to why I did it and you want to learn more, be sure to go check that out. Um, all right. I want to respect your time. I know we could talk at length for about heart health. Um, I want to ask you one question though. What are you doing, Dr. Jack, to rock your own health? Like what are some of the lifestyle things that you do every day to stay as healthy as you are? Uh, well, certainly, I mean, I think there's nothing more important than sleep. So, um, I, you know, we go to sleep shortly after the sundown and I typically wake up right before the sunrise. And that is the healthiest thing. I think it's more important than food. I think it's more, uh, you know, just up there with sunshine. And of course there's chiropractic and there's mental wellness and there's getting away from chemicals, but nothing's more important than sleep. Um, and you have three kids. So that's a, that's a testament to if you can get good quality sleep with three busy kids, uh, anyone can. Well, you know, unfortunately, the world is against us. You know, the, the world is against us being healthy, you know, from the food to the sunshine story to, you know, to sleep. The world's against us. I mean, why would a kid have a soccer game at uh, 830 at night or, or even later, you know, you know in some situations? Uh, it's just wrong. It's just, you know, society has it all messed up. And that's why there's so much sickness. That's why there's so much sickness, mental and physical, amongst children uh, and then going into adulthood. And what we really stress is that our ancestors for millions of years before Edison invented the light bulb, they went to sleep with the sun down and they woke up before the sunrise. And it's just, uh, it, it's so simple. And the other thing too about that doc is that that's, that strategy is free. That's not something like, oh, I can't afford to eat organic food, which is another conversation. Uh, yeah. You know, again, we can, we can, you know, get that sleep. We can try and get sunshine whenever we can. And that's what the Wolfsons focus on. And also, I mean, I love, I love getting outdoors. I love getting outside, you know, with the kids doing outdoor activities. Uh, very passionate about that as well. And then we, of course, you know, Dr. Heather and I, we're always so mindful about uh, environmental toxins and pollutants. What we bring into our house, what we bring into our personal environment, is it toxic or not? And if it's toxic, laundry detergent, fabric softener, dryer sheets, colognes, perfumes, body care products, if it contains what we would say is poison and what the environmental working group would say is poison, we don't use it. So I would, you know, th those things are easy. Like if you're a coffee drinker, drink organic coffee. How tough is that? Mm -hmm. It's delicious too. Uh, all right, Jack, Dr. Jack, thanks so much for your time uh, today. Uh, everyone, you need to pay attention to the work that he's doing and be sure to check out the links that are included in the show notes here. And uh, I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for joining me. You too. Thank you so much, doctor. Thanks for being here today. I hope that you found some value in today's show. But more importantly, I hope that you take action to adjust your current level of health. For more information, be sure to check out the show notes as well as drmelissalongo.com. You'll find lots of information there to help you rock your health. 
Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. And if you enjoyed the show, please do share it with someone you love. I'd love it if you left a review, if the show inspired you, and sent me any kind of feedback that you have. Until next time, have an awesome day.